Okay, Les Bench Babes, we are fresh back from the Tom Ferry Summit. I attended it virtually. Beth was there in person with the rest of the team, and we wanted to get information out to you right away. We've got some awesome stuff to share with you, and yeah, are you ready to do this, Beth? Yeah, my brain hurts, honestly. My, my brain, brain hurts from this week, and I, I we can't wait to share everything with you. All right, let's dive in. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. Good morning, Beth. How are you? Uh... You can tell by my voice, it sounds like I smoked a pack of Marlboro Reds this week, but I'm doing freaking great. How about you? Um, well, I'm sitting in the truck in the rain. Uh, my daughter had me up at 4.30 this morning, and I'm just about to take my first sip of coffee on this podcast, um, but I am feeling alive and fired up and ready to like take over the world, so... Yeah, this conference was fucking awesome. I am just so, so excited to, like, share a few things that we learned, some big takeaways, and I'm going to guess that our takeaways maybe are going to be a little bit different. Um, Probably. I w- that's why I'm glad that you and I didn't talk about this prior, because I, I'm excited to hear what your takeaways are. Yeah, and first thing I want to do is, like, shout out. So I took the, the – I, I attended the conference virtually, and I was like, oh, it's not going to be as good or something like that. I was like, kind of feeling like a little bit disappointed maybe because I chose to not go in person. But I want to give a shout out to the virtual community because, hello, like I met so many awesome people on there, and I had no idea how interactive the community online would be and the forums and the chat and like it has just been bananas, and so in a way, I feel like that was such a cool edge to, like, have me take it that way. I'm so glad that you said that, because that, that was something I was a little bit worried about that, that I'm like, well, I hope that it's not like, uh, you know, I'm just sitting here on my computer, and this is lame and after hearing the first day where you're like, oh, my God, I'm like, oh, thank God, thank God, because yeah. I did the virtual last year in, like, a big group setting, and we weren't as active like on the computer or in the like the virtual scenes of it, and yeah. it just didn't feel the same to me. So I feel like your virtual experience was a thousand times better than my virtual experience last year. Oh, good. I'm I'm glad. Like it was incredible. Um, and now it's like, can you attend both? Like, how do you attend both? <laughs> it's I, I, it would be so hard because the in-person is a completely different experience, too. 
You know, yeah, I don't. Oh, sure. I think you would okay. honestly have to pick one or the other. I, you would, your brain would break if you had to be like, I'm going to try both at the same time. So I don't think brain, it would work. Speaking of brains breaking, the reason that Beth and I are like fresh out of bed, hopped in our cars to record this on the phone, so Ryan is literally going to kill us with this audio. So, like, sorry, Ryan. I'm sitting in a lawn chair in my garage. <laughs> Because I'm like, the guys are going to start pounding in the backyard any second. I'm like, oh, crap. So, yep, yeah, I'm sitting so, in the garage with, you know, yoga pants on and messy bun getting it done situation. So, don't blame Audio Soleil for, for this audio. He's, like, <laughs> he's cringing. As he's listening to this, he's cringing. Um, don't hold it against him. Don't hold it against him. Well, we wanted to get this out right away. So we're going to pump this episode out right away because this stuff is, like, fresh and good and stuff to act on, like, now. So, yeah, are you ready to, to kind of dive in? Yeah, let's do this. Okay. Beth, why don't you start? So, like, let's do, like, a recap of, like, our biggest takeaways from the event. So why don't you start with maybe your biggest or, like, your top three? Oh, my gosh. How do I even narrow it down? Um, While I drink coffee. While I drink coffee. (laughs) I think, so in terms of, like, a practical application to my business, the big thing that just kept getting hammered and getting, like, boom, like, smack right in the face with all three days was the importance of Google My Business. Um, I think one of the main reasons why this has become something that's so huge on the scene is that we're, as realtors in this industry, we're finding out, we knew this all along, but we're finding out that Zillow and the, like these big, you know, real, like real estate website conglomerates, they don't have the actual real estate agent's best interest in mind. And years ago, it was always like, oh, make sure your like Zillow profile is all tricked out. Well, Zillow can screw over the the you know the Ma and Pa real estate agent the the Beth Peterson Randalls of the world in one second, and now it's like no, you get get your information out to the consumer, but through a platform that doesn't have anything to do with real estate. So I'm so glad that Tom Ferry and Jason Pantana are like double down, quadruple down on Google My Business, and it was so interesting talking to other realtors around the country that are like that are actually doing it. A friend of mine that's in Hudson, he and I were there, and he's actually, I referred a deal to him because I'm not licensed in Wisconsin. So I'm working on the buy side with my past clients moving back to Minnesota. He's selling their house in Wisconsin for them. And I was talking to him, and he has his Google page all dialed in for Wisconsin and, you know, areas that he services. He got three come list me calls last week. All from my business. And it's free. You know, it's not even anything you have to pay for. It's just something that you have to be diligent about updating it. And it's it's kind of like a social media platform where you have to constantly be, like, be feeding it information in order for it to work for you. But it was, like, that is the number one on my action list. Um, I love can the I, can I add ha- a, Yeah. Can I add into that, Beth, because it's actually the number one on my action list, too? Can I just I'm, – so I'm going to, like, take over here for just a second and dive into, like – a little bit of more of the nerdy side, the geeky side of why, and what, like, totally jazzed me up hearing this. So 100% everything you just said, Google My Business, it is something that we are not utilizing enough, 
it is, I'm going to put this on the podcast right now. This is something we are tackling, like number one thing on my list to tackle. Um, and I'm super excited. It has been on our list, but it's been like, we'll get to it. We'll get yep, to it. It's been way down the list. We haven't, it hasn't been important until yeah. yesterday. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know it's like important, but we're like, yeah, you know, we'll get there. Like, oh yeah. So here's the deal. So with Google, and this is like the the such like important part is like all the different ways you can advertise on there too. Like, is huge, and how they can impact your business is huge. I had no idea the success Google My Business was bringing realtors no. and businesses in Me general. Either. No clue. Like total light bulb there. So I am like pumped to go down that rabbit hole and like never come back. Um, so one of the biggest things that I want to like talk about for Google My Business that is, is so important. So like, just really hear me out here is the fact that it's a search engine. So the difference between that and like a Zillow or a Redfin or social media. And so the fact that Google and YouTube are, are search engine based. So they're not, um, they're not based in analytics. They're literally going to give someone what they're searching for. So when you think about trying to beat an algorithm in social media and Instagram, all oh, the algorithm or like, you know, TikTok, that kind of thing, trying to figure out how to actually get in there with hashtags and with usage and all of that. Like that feels like a really giant monster, um, which yep. it's not, but like it does feel like that. And they can skew it however they want and change that algorithm whenever they want. Well, guess what? Google is a search engine. You put in Beth Peterson Randall, if you are ranked in there correctly, Beth Peterson Randall is going to come up. The beef her experience is going to come up. And it's, it's indefinite, right? So it's not like we're social media. In a couple of days, your post is pretty much gone. The longevity and the livelihood of the, the life of Google My Business is indefinitely. So that part of it for me was like, duh, and like, let's do this because when you're talking about using something that's search engine based versus social media based, you know, where you're dealing with analytics, it's a totally different ball game. So when you talk about putting energy and focus somewhere, like absolutely we still need to be on social media. And that's, you know, in, in my notes too here that we're going to talk about, but Google, my business is, is such a cool spin on that and how to make that really, really help your business and how to then like Beth mentioned Zillow and Redfin correct is another one. Beth, what is another one? What is another big site? realtor um like, like realtor.com yeah but zillow's always been the biggest like the biggest seat at the table the most amount of seats yeah. at the table it always has been but now zillow is a brokerage zillow is our competition they're not there to help us anymore like they were like before well, they were a way to like aid realtors businesses and now they're not they're absolutely competition and people got so dependent upon that. And this is something like yep. more from the past like with, with learnings and, and, and things that we've taken to like learn on this about Zillow. But um, they essentially collected, you know, all this database of reviews and everything from everyone. And then you were left with, oh, my God, what is left? And that's by not putting all, all your eggs in one basket, not just posting on social media, not just being on Zillow. So like this Google My Business is like such a huge thing. And I'm just so excited about this. So we're going to dive into it. We're going to rock it. We're going to kick ass. And then I'm going to report back with Beth. And we're going to, like, help you, like, keep doing it, too. That yeah. is my commitment to that. Okay. That was, that was awesome. Um, yeah. I, one of the other things that, like, Christy and I have been talking about this for the last few months is the importance of TikTok. I've been resistant because I put a video out there and it gets, like, 100 views. And I'm like, oh, man, this is so not worth it. Um, 
It was so encouraging. Uh, so I'd say the last real estate Tom Berry conference I'd been to was in uh, January, I guess, of 2020, right before the world shut down. And there's this young guy in real estate. He's super funny and, like, does these great videos on TikTok. And he was pretty, like, much the, one of the first realtors that I knew of personally that was doing it and, you know, like, really crushing it. And I had... I think Christy and I talked about it back then. I'm like, I want to be TikTok famous. It was so cool. There was this awesome agent. Her name is Glenda Baker. She is a kick-ass agent in Shout Atlanta. To Glenda. Yeah, she is. She's incredible. She, I just feel like I've sat in on her um, little like masterminds before, and I'm like, I, she. I feel like she's a kindred spirit. Gift giving is one of her love languages, similar to what mine is. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like. I feel you, girl. Like, I've always really admired her business model and just how, like, she loves on everyone in her life so hard. And she sat in the same room that I did with this young guy, Zachary Faust, and she, she was inspired to start a TikTok page. So in the last 20 months, when the world's been semi-shut down, she has become, like, this TikTok phenomenon in all over the country. She's always, she's always been rocking her real estate business in Atlanta, but now she's taking it to a whole new level. And she's older than I am. So I'm like, if she can do this, I guess, like, the kind of the resounding theme was, like, if they can do this, I can do this. Like, she has yeah. absolutely no more skill than I do. She might – she makes more money than I do, but, like, this is – TikTok's free for crying out loud. Like, I literally have no excuse to not be putting out – TikTok videos that are funny, that are informational, that are whatever. And like, okay, I have no more excuses in this arena whatsoever. I just need to get some, we need to like come up with a strategy to make the, um, like the videos pop online. But I'm like, I've got all the information in my head. Like we can be totally doing this. So that really, that was probably my second big like, Stop talking about doing this, Beth, and get off your ass and just do it. I love that you're, like, totally committing to that because it's something that we've kind of, like, touched down. And then, again, you run out of time. You run out of, like, mental space and, like, you don't want to hit overwhelm. So we are literally in the the process or we're we're going to be Beth doesn't even know all of this. But, like, we're in the process of, like, a brand refresh here. And so, like, our strategies are going to be changing and, like, we're going to be sharing all that with you coming up. And having this information right now is just, like, so incredibly helpful. TikTok is such a fun platform. And it is. After learning, after learning how many, what did he say, 30, how many 30-some percent of the population are millennials? Do you remember this? 30 percent of the home-buying population. Home-buying, yes, home-buying yes. population are millennials. The average person buys a home when they are 27. Am I correct? Did I get that right? Yeah. That's from yep. memory. Okay. Um, I have so many notes. Like, if I were to flip back, it would be a mess here. So knowing that, knowing the social platforms people are on, knowing your audience, and and really thinking about 30% of the – like, and there are other people that aren't millennials that are on TikTok, of course. But, like, reaching that client base, like, what the hell are you doing not being on there? Like, that is such a huge percentage of people. It's incredible. It's incredible. It is so incredible. Cool. Okay. Well, sure. And also shout out to Glenda again. We need to have her on this podcast. 
I know. So I when I saw her speak, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, I need to reach out. I would absolutely love to have her on the podcast, and I know all you guys would love to hear from her too. She is she is the real deal. She's absolutely she the real so, deal. She spoke next to Taya DeCarlo, who was on the podcast last week. Which, goodness, I have never met Taya in person, but I adore her like total fangirl over here. And seeing yeah. them next to each other <clears throat> on the stage supporting each other was just like. This community is awesome, and it is continuing to grow, and the community over competition, like, literally just, like, excites me. I have goosebumps all over. Like, that was so awesome to see them together. It was awesome. I love that. Um, So another little thing that has been on my radar for a while and was just, like, another, like, slap-in-the-face reminder, and this was, like, from a little snippet the very first day, is um, a website or, like, an app product thing called high note and i can't tell you specifically all the things that it does but for there were the guys there some guys in the east coast i think they're out of the boston area that have a really cool team they um what did did you see the the hot pink and teal pants dude the first day oh yeah yeah Yeah. so it's a product that they use I can't either, but I think they're out. I, of, I think they're out of like the Northeast. Oh, it's like um, JFK, JFK Living. I got them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, what I thought was so cool. So this High Note product is I don't even know. I, I I think an app, an application, something like that, and you can make beautiful presentations that include documents and also include videos. And so how their team uses it is they use it as um, a way to put together a beautiful presentation when they're submitting offers. And, of course, everyone knows in this super competitive market how your offer gets sent and presented to the listing agents. We've talked – I've done a whole podcast episode on this. How to win in multiple offers. Like this is a product that we're adding to that list. And as a way to really make your offer stand out. So you can send a beautifully packaged offer over to a listing agent. They open it up and there will be a video of me saying, hey, this is Beth Peterson Randall of the BPR experience. And here, can I'm super excited to share with you about our offer. This is what we're doing in financing. Here's what my lender is all about, blah, 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 blah. All the information for our offer is attached in this email. We are so excited. Like, I'm a great communicator. Here's blah, blah, blah. Um, my lender can be putting a video on there as well, talking about the um, the qualifications of the buyer and, like, how secure their financing is. And how, if you're a listing agent and you got an email like that, would you not be, like, holy shit, this is an offer I want to work with. Like, who, who sends me stuff like yeah. this? If you're a seller seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm thinking of. Like, a seller, like, but remember that one? Like, remember that one, right? That one offer when you have, like, six in front of you? I mean, I – it's so interactive. It's such a cool way to do it. And it's where everything is shifting. It's, like, what we want. We want video. We want more. It was really cool. Well, and then one of my mentors, Parker – he runs a big, huge baller team here in the Twin Cities. 
he uses it for training his people. And so he said it was pretty labor intensive at the beginning to set it up, but it's like one and done for him, how he uses this product, the high note. Um, so he is set up, okay, as a new agent joining his team, this is what you do. Like, this is how you write an offer. So there's resources in the email with like live links that you can click and get resources. And then there's also a video that goes along with it. Like, how do you write an offer? Okay, once your offer is submitted, what do you do next? So he has these as training manuals for his big team that's continuing to grow. He's like, there's no way I can scale and continue to grow my business unless I have a system that's repeatable and scalable. And so he that was the first time I ever heard of it um, was from him. And then to hear some other guys that are using it, also in real estate, but for on the completely different side of the transaction, I'm like, oh, okay, Beth, this is the universe telling you you need to get off your ass and start researching this and put this into action because it will certainly make my life easier, especially for getting offers um, accepted and for scaling and growing the team. Yes, and they talk so much about scaling and growing the team and the options there. They talked so yep. much about simplifying the processes, which this is part of that. And I yep. loved all that. Like, there's so much good information that we're going to touch on, like, as we we go on with this podcast. Not all today, obviously, but there were so many cool things that we could really break down for, like, different shows, too, to really dive into. So I yeah. love that so much, so much. All right. Well, how about you? Like, what are your top okay. three? Okay. So – Number one was Google My Business. We just, like, drove that home. Uh, you're going to hear so much more on that. That excites me Ooh, so much, so much. And, like, <laughs> learning about, goodness gracious, I won't go on it too much, but learning about the captions and, like, where you should put things and all that, I am just so, so pumped. And it all makes so much sense. Like, it just makes sense. It makes sense to do it. Yeah. So that was my number one one. Um, number two, which, and this is just um, – Gosh, this is social media based, of course. Uh, Instagram, so the changes with Instagram, and like we talk about changes with Instagram quite a bit, and we talk about the algorithm, and we talk about all that kind of stuff. But really, going from Jason Tantana touched on the actual uh, owner of Instagram and like how they're making changes and what they want to see, and so yeah. Instagram is being changed. They are opening it up essentially more to like more creators. So creator is what the old influencer used to be called. It's just like a better name for it or a nicer name, I guess. People that like influencer. And so that is the number one thing that Instagram wants now in their platform. So Instagram is not going anywhere. Like, I think that there was a lot of talk, like, it's going to fade out like Facebook faded out. And we all need Facebook. Don't get rid of your Facebook. I'm just going to say that right now real quick here. Facebook is not what it used to be. However, Facebook runs our ads, and we absolutely need Facebook. So don't ditch Facebook. Yep. But it has changed a lot in how we use it. Instagram is going nowhere. Instagram is evolving with us. This is super exciting. They So they want creators, and they want the videos. We all know this. Like, they want videos. Like, videos are very important. But creators are their number one priority moving forward. So they're looking for new ones. So if you are, you know, you don't have a lot of followers or you are like, oh, I only have 200 people on my page or 50 people or 1,000, whatever that number is for you, don't stress out. Instagram is actually looking for you. So that was like a really cool thing. And then the second thing they want is videos, right? And we do videos. We do videos weekly. We're on there multiple times a week, usually with videos. 
Um, but how absolutely important that is, it's going nowhere. So, like, if you are not doing videos at this point, like, literally just do them. Just figure out how to do them. Tom Ferry had a challenge for, like, do 30 videos in 30 days. Mm-hmm. Um, after talking with Amy Poehler, right? He was. Yep. They, he said he had, like, a conversation with her the 1,000 days for her, uh, 1,000 days of things that she was afraid of. Um, 100 days. This was like this, what? 100 days. Oh, sorry, 100 days. Yeah, sorry. Added, yeah. Added extra. 100 days of fears, right? And so he said, like, do 30 days, do a video every single day, and get over your, like, get over the fear. Just go and do it. So, like, that's another thing. Instagram wants video. So it, it is directly competing with TikTok, with YouTube. I'm going to dive into that next year. Um, but that was a really huge thing because I think people are getting a little bit bored with Instagram where they're thinking, well, I've made it this far, and I'm still not doing it. You're making a mistake. I'm just going to tell you straight out. It's not going anywhere. You're making a mistake. Nope. We're going to be spending more time on Instagram and just start doing it. So, But I also wanted to let you know that, like, don't worry if you don't have a bunch of followers because they actually want you. If the people with a bunch of followers are no longer going to get prioritized the same as they used to. So that's huge. Um, third thing that was super important with Instagram, direct messaging. I thought this was huge. So I've been hearing, like, you know, we're all kind of guessing and, like, learning as we go. Direct messaging was really important, and it's a great way to engage. It's a great way for someone to have, like, a connection right to you instantly. Instagram's yeah. algorithm is actually prioritizing that now. So, like, literally direct They're rewarding you for talking on. You. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, so direct messaging instead of texting. And you might think, like, why would I text someone through – or why would I message someone through Instagram instead of through text message? Well, you'd message them through there if you they were an active follower and you were actively engaged with them because it's going to help your algorithm and it's going to help them see your stuff and it's going to help other people like them see your stuff and it's going to push your stuff out there. So that was super interesting and very helpful to hear that that's actually what they're looking for. So really, like, starting to reach out to people. I don't mean spam them but actually engaging with them through direct message. If someone sends you a message, you put up a video in your stories and someone sends you a message, don't just do a heart. Send back a comment. Like, start the conversation. That's what they want. So that yeah. was a really huge thing. That so was my cool. number two thing was the changes with Instagram, which are really exciting because Facebook was kind of a big disappointment <laughs> when all that changed. Uh, Instagram is kind of exciting because it's evolving. It's it's literally not going anywhere. Um yeah, so it was a, it was super encouraging to hear. Yeah, it really, really was because we, you know, we are very active on there and we have both a really great community on there. So that was really nice to hear. Uh, and there are some other ones, but those are the top three that I think as as a realtor right now that you need to really focus on. Um, my third big thing, I have to like narrow this down here best so I don't talk for six years. I know I have uh, a whole sheet on mine. I'm like, oh, where do I go I know, with my I top know. three? Yeah. Uh, YouTube. Okay. We talk about YouTube quite a bit. Ryan and I, I should say, Beth and I don't talk about YouTube that much. Ryan and I talk about YouTube quite a bit. Ryan is the producer, my husband. Um, our podcast goes into YouTube. That's yep. the only way that we are currently active in YouTube. And YouTube is also search engine based. So it is not based in analytics like social media. Okay, that, and that, that was really a eye-opener for me. I wouldn't have described uh, YouTube like that because I feel like when YouTube first came on the scene, it was always like kids looking at like corny, weird YouTube videos. I never thought of it as a search engine or like a place to go for knowledge. Did you? Isn't that cool? 
No, and like I would say over the last six months to a year, I've been starting to use it more for knowledge, like going and purposely searching yeah. videos. So when this was said, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Of course. I felt the you same can... way. I was like, I didn't think about it that way, but that's how I use it. Like, how to do a Instagram reel. I went to YouTube the, before I did my first Instagram reel and saw it on YouTube about how to do it. Yeah. So they really dove into – Jason Pantana did a great talk, and he just, like like he said, he firehosed it, like, out there. But I, like, meticulously yeah. wrote notes and took pictures of slides, and, like, I'm going to go down every rabbit hole here. Um, but you, he basically called it like, YouTube Army, right, to create this. And so – he he touched on so many things, but the biggest thing is, like, get on there and start being active, start uploading videos to it, and start tagging correctly. So titling your videos correctly, what they actually are so someone can search for it, tagging them. It's very similar to, like, when you post something on a website, you want the metadata on the back end. And so yep. that, for me, was, like, why are we – like, this absolutely has to happen. We're already producing the content. So YouTube being another huge thing because YouTube and Google are essentially going to take over is, is what people are, you know, guessing or, or, or making, I guess, very calculated smart guesses because they are going to their search engine base and that is it's the longevity of it. Like it's not going to go anywhere. You can go find a YouTube video by searching that's five years old very, very easily. Yeah by putting the information in. You're not going to find an Instagram post like that. You're not going to find a TikTok video. You know, so there is that piece of it was really, really huge for me, YouTube. Um, and That was the number two thing on my list, by the way. I just didn't mention YouTube. But that is the number two thing on my list, by the way. Uh, yay. Oh, that's good. <laughs> See, we're on the same page. We are on the same page. Uh, so something else that I guess, it's not really a fourth. It's more like to kind of tie everything together that I want to talk about here is something that Jason Bantana really uh, drove home and was like, I was like, my hands were in the air cheering as he said this and as he, as he like dove into like more depth of it because this is something that I think is going to be easily missed or easily outsourced is you can absolutely get someone to help you with your content. In fact, you should, Right. Like, Beth, you have me. I help you with your stuff. Like, you can go hire a social media content creator. You can go hire someone to post your stuff. You can hire a VA. You can hire a creative and marketing director. You can hire photographers and videographers. You still have to do it. So, like, that was a really big thing for me to hear yeah. because I so, so believe in that. And when we talk about brands and we talk about the importance of a personal brand, I'm going to touch on one more thing after this, Beth. Um, that is so important because they need to see you. It needs to feel authentic. And he really drove that home because you could easily just throw money out there and have someone do all this for you, and you're not going to necessarily be a part of it. But, like, Glenda Baker, what did she say? I post these myself in real time because I want it to feel authentically like me. Yeah. Okay. This woman is doing how many sales? Like, she is busy. Oh, my God. She I can't. Doing, yeah. She's, right? she's a big-time agent. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, yes, when she said that, and then Jason Pantana really drove it home that you still need to be doing this. So basically, if you're out there and you're thinking, I'm not going to do social media, or I'm not really doing it, or I'm going to eventually hire someone to do it, yeah, you're going to hire someone to help you as you grow. For sure you're going to. You need to outsource. That's important. But you're always going to be doing this. This is going nowhere. Social media, Google, YouTube, they are going nowhere. So basically, right. like, get on board or, like, your your ship is going to sink. And 
that was just something that was really big. And something else that Tom Ferry really drove home, which I 100% agree with, and we talked about this back all the time. We talked about this since we created your personal brand, what, two years ago now? Um, yeah. If you don't have a personal brand, you will not have a real estate business in two years. So, like, let me that, that. It's, yeah. You don't, yeah. You don't have a personal brand. You will not have a real estate business in two years. That is not a team brand. That is a personal brand. So we have been driving this home from the beginning. Like, you know, Beth created her personal brand, gosh, two years ago or more. I don't even know. How long ago was it, Beth? I don't even know anymore. Well, I mean, you and I I started working together two years ago at this point. Okay. And then the personal brand, like 20 months ago, we really, like, went hard at it. Yeah, yeah. So we started, like, developing that. So basically, Beth was talking about the visuals. We started her personal brand from day one because your brand is your voice. It's, like, it's yeah. everything. So we, so it's been about two years. So they're, like, really, really talking, like, driving us home. If you don't have a personal brand in two years, you will not have a business. So you might still be working. You're not going to be able to sustain in this industry any longer. I believe this wholeheartedly for any business out there, um, aside from some shopping that is online-based, that kind of thing. Personal brands are outperforming large businesses now for sales, for how they can actually relate to someone. And businesses, big businesses, are looking to creators, influencers, which is what you will become if you have a personal brand. You are now a creator. You put content out there. You are a creator. Um, They're looking to you to, like, promote their products. Like, things have changed. The revolution is here. Remember that? We heard that best. That was what – that's God and kept speaking on. The revolution is here, um, and it, it's not going back. So that was a really big thing. I believe all this, and and it was really, really good to hear them just, like, really drive it home, I guess, during all the talks that we heard. It it made me feel good because I've sat in – you and I have talked about this before, is that I've sat in real estate conferences where I just am like, oh, my God, like, I'm not doing any of this. Like, I'm total failure. I'm, like – so far behind the curve on everything and the last couple years when I've done conferences I'm like yeah I'm like I'm actually doing this stuff finally it took like so long in my career for I don't know for me to like connect the dots on this and I think that so much of what you and I talk about and are like trying to get across with the podcast and everything that I put out on social media is like don't do what I do like do what I say, not as I do, because I did not, I like, I, the trajectory of like my success has been so much longer. It's taken me so much freaking longer because I didn't get on board with like the trends and like what you need to be doing. I guess I, I was just always over, so, so overwhelmed by it. And there's so many awesome resources out there. Like, don't do what I did. Like, jump into the resources, do the research, get on social media, do videos, and your your career is just going to explode so much faster than mine did. Yeah, and I, Beth, I'm so pumped for, like, the next six months. Uh, I'm terrified, actually, because I'm like, what does this girl have up her sleeve? I'm a little bit scared. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, when the team comes back, they're going to all, like, ghost me because they're going to be like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be like, no, we don't. We can't do that meeting, Christy. We we can't. No, we're not. We're busy. No, we're, we're not available. 
Uh, I already know. Like they, I know they love me, and I love them. But I know it's gonna be like shit. Shit. <laughs> now we have, like uh, yeah. What is, now what? Yeah. Yeah, and like I have such a better understanding now of the 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 whole the whole business in general, right? So like I'm not a realtor, which we talk about all the time on here, uh, and I have yeah. a good understanding because you guys are teaching me as we go, and I have a good understanding of small business in general. This really gave me some insight and things that I I was not aware of, and now I'm like, oh, we are doing this. Like now I fully get it. Let's go, and so I'm excited to see you all in person. What was the biggest thing that was eye-opening for you about, like, real estate business in general that you didn't know before? In general. Because I feel like I I just take it for granted, you know what I mean? And even Ryan, when he's editing the podcast, he's like, oh, man, I learned so much about real estate today. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, Ryan's bought, what, three houses in his life or two houses? You bought three. I think he's bought two. So, I mean, how could yeah. you possibly be a real estate expert if you only ever bought two houses in your life? You wouldn't because there's so much behind the scenes. But it's always it's interesting to me to hear you guys' perspective on this kind of stuff. Yeah, you know what I honestly think was the biggest takeaway? There were so many small things, like learning about, like, a little bit more about, like, Zillow and, like, kind of, like, what they've done, like, that kind of thing. And, like, learning, yeah. you know, just the base, the more, like, basic things that aren't really basic. They're in-depth, but, like, that kind of thing. I think one of the biggest things was how incredibly successful you can be in this business when you look at it as a whole business. You look at it as an umbrella and not just selling or buying houses. That, to me, was, like, something where I'm like, ooh, do we invest in properties? Like, this is intriguing. Yeah. Um, And all the different avenues, like, how different people are approaching it, and not just investing in properties, but different things within real estate, how people are doing it as a young age. And I know that Sarah on our team really, really preaches about like, you know, the younger generation and like building like the generational wealth that way, like at a young age, like that's her jam. Um, But really hearing and seeing people do it at all different ages, all different levels and how they're doing it. uh, That was huge for me. And that's something that I don't necessarily think I thought of that much. And I don't necessarily know if a lot of people are doing that. There's so many realtors out there, um, but you can be, it can be a very, very big business aligned to who you are as a human being, and it's so much more than just buying and selling houses. So that was a really huge thing. Yeah, yeah that's, a, yeah. that's an awesome perspective to look at. Yeah, like, okay, how, like, so, said, like, make it matter. Like, you know, like, do something that matters. Yep. Not just yeah, don't just like do the work you're doing that matters. Worth and, living. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The one thing I always love about Tom Ferry seminars, and hopefully you got like I've talked about some of the people that he's had on stage. Um, the one here's the perfect example, but then I'll tell you about the two speakers that uh, we will chat about the two speakers that were there this time. So I was at a conference that was elite retreat. So I'm in elite coaching with Tom Ferry. And it's kind of like one of the higher tiered coaching programs where I get coached every week. Um, and so he does an intimate retreat for elite coaching members. So it's at one of those events and he said, we're having a, um, a psychologist that really like specializes in the study of the brain. And I'm like, well, this is freaking weird. What does this have to do with real estate? That's and, cool. 
<laughs> yeah, I know it, but I was like, this is strange. And so it's Dr. Amen. It's, it, his name is spelled like Amen, like Dear Jesus, Amen type. And he is unfucking believable, dude. And he, so he saw, he talked at one of the conferences and I still remember, like he said, the, like psychology and being like a psychologist is the only medical practice where you actually are not looking regularly at the part of the body that you're diagnosing. And I was like, Interesting. and he's like, he started doing brain scans on people and helping them like get over trauma and doing whatever. And so like follow him on Instagram. He is like legit. And he does all these podcasts and shows where he takes celebrities and does brain scans of them and then talks about he, one of his most recent ones was Rachel Hollis. And if anyone knows her story, like how traumatic she found her brother after he had committed suicide and just some childhood trauma and how that has affected her brain and how her brain is developed. It's, fascinating but I was like why why are we at a real estate conference talking about our brain and he was it was all about like wealth or uh, your health not wealth health as like a whole holistic being is that if you're not taking good care of your brain you're not going to get good sleep you're probably not going to have a great sex life you're not going to have great cognitive thinking and all of these things and you're going to be impulsive and blah 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 and all that how that affects your business well segue to this week, Tom Ferry brought in Michelle Poehler, who I'd literally never heard of before. She did this project like 100 Days of Fear, and it was all about conquering her fears. So for 100 days, she had like a videographer follow her around the world while she did things that terrify her. And it was everything from like cliff jumping to I don't know. It looked like she was like walking down a street in New York in a bikini or something. Create like really crazy things. Have a humongous tarantula crawling up her arm, and it took off as like this huge passion project. And now it's like a movement. And I'm like, how cool is that? Because aren't most things that we do in life all about your excuses why you don't do them is because you're scared of it or you're afraid you're fearful. Yeah. And so yes. that was so cool how that, yeah, how that, I love how that tied into real estate. People are like, I don't want to do videos. Well, why not? You know, you think you're fat, you think you're ugly, you think you don't have anything to say. Like all of your stupid excuses are all based in fear. And so that was so cool how that tied in. And you know a speaker is going to be good when they come out on stage and they start busting moves to reggaeton music on stage. I was like, I, uh, what's going on here? And she's, she's like, I wasn't, ex- she goes, I wasn't expecting anyone to get up and dance with me. And I'm like, well, then clearly you've never been to a Tom Ferry event before because half, half the audience got up and started dancing with her. And she said she came out on stage to do something that was unusual or that you wouldn't normally do with a speaker coming out on stage. So she was super fun. Um, and then the Seth Godin, like I've heard of him. I'd never really like dug into it. So now I'm like, I got to get on Amazon and order some of his books. He's like this calm. uh, Oh yeah. And I need to sign up for his newsletter. That's not on my 10 top list. I need to do that. His, he has like this calm brilliance about him that is so captivating and it's all yeah. about like marketing and how to stay relevant 
and how to like make yourself stand out from the crowd. And he was talking about personal experiences about how he wrote a book and then couldn't get it published. And he's like, well, I'm going to figure out how to do this myself and his creative ways that he went about it. And now he's published so many books. It like blows your mind. And I'm like, this guy is just incredible. And he has nothing to do with real estate. So it's just is, I love that Tom Berry is always searching out these incredible human beings and then bringing them to us that get to like get the reward of it. I'm like, what did you think of the speakers? Oh, they were incredible. I saw Seth, like when we talked about that before, I was like, yes, this is amazing. Um, It was so much more, again, not a realtor over here. It was so much more than just real estate, which I appreciated so much because this business is, not just buying and selling homes. It's so much more. And for me to be able to attend this from, like, my perspective, which is probably very different than, like, Sarah or Leo yep. or even you when you guys go, yep. um, was I just – what I took away from it is just I could implement these essentially in any business, a lot of these takeaways. Absolutely. And so Absolutely. much of, like, marketing and, and branding and all that you can. And so, really, it was it was brilliant. It was Amazing. I love the speaker. So inspirational. And yeah, I, I can't say enough good things about it. Yeah. I just feel like how lucky are you to be sitting in a room and love like top real estate agents. I, it's, I think out of Tom's, you know, when Tom does all the analytics of his clients, they're like in the top 1% of all real estate agents in the world. So to be sitting in a room with people like that already and then have him yeah. bring out, like, these insane speakers. You're just like, he has Gary V out pretty regularly. I, um, I, I need he's, to be at that conference. Yeah. Tom Billu, like, that guy is hella cool. Yeah. Um, he had uh, the guy, he's a military guy. I want to say his name is Seth. He's done, uh, like, oh, my God. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his name. He's a really, he's an insane guy in, like, achieving goals. So it's like you're sitting there going, I can't even believe I'm, like, hearing these people talk. Like, this is incredible. Basically, you up-level as you walk into the room. So yeah. that is, like, what we all need to be doing in general. That's what you're doing. And we should probably add that we're not getting paid anything by Tom Ferry. No. This isn't like a shameless plug. I mean, if he wants to, I'm not going to turn it down. Yeah, I mean, feel free. Like, toss us us some stuff over here. Um, Yeah, Tom, if you want to give me a free year of coaching, I I really wouldn't wouldn't even turn that down. No. Yeah, yeah. I'll take a ticket to Gary V's next conference. But, um, no, I (laughs) – he's, like, totally my jam. Um, So it was so much more than that, and the information was just – so relevant and so good and we are going to be chatting about this like months the whole year coming up diving into it ourselves sharing with you what we learn like we want to hear from you what you're learning as you go to um so we can really like kind of navigate this new territory together like what's up god and said this revolution right now that's happening like it's actually happening so like we're in this we're doing it we're catching the wave we're going so awesome and, I'm so excited. Yeah. Huh. So now, Beth, 
I know. Uh, we don't have time for naps. Um, I know. I'm like, I woke, I was laying in bed this morning when my alarm was going off at the crack of dawn. I, after, so I drove Sarah and Leah home. I didn't get home till like almost midnight. And when my alarm was going off at 5.30 this morning, I was laying in bed, wide awake, going, I can't wait until it's time to go back to bed. Knowing I don't have to set an alarm tomorrow morning. And I'm like, I wonder if I'll be able to sleep in past 5.30 in the morning. That would be glorious. So we'll see. But, yeah, I mean, I have to catch up on some sleep. It was a busy week. It was a really, in my brain, like my brain, I after this podcast here, I'm going to shut off all things work. I'm going to have a, like, no, really, though, and I think this is something, like, really good practice because I did not shut off all week. I still had my regular work to do, um, yeah. plus um, there's no one that, like, fills in for me, like, when I'm when I'm out, right? Like, it just doesn't happen, yeah. and I can't push it off because we're, we're, you know, everything's going on on a weekly basis. So I'm going to – I was, like, a lot of my life this week was dedicated to this, and I, I love that it was, like, absolutely love that it was. But me, now as a creative, I need to shut that off and allow space for ideas and, like, yes. to come in. Otherwise, it's going to be, yeah. like, I'm going to get in a state of overwhelm. So, like, I know this about myself. So I'm going to go for walks. I'm going to hike. I'm going to be outside. I'm going to spend a lot of time with my daughter. And I'm going to, like, shut off after this morning. I just have to do a couple things. <laughs> I'm going to shut Good. off my social media. Yeah. So, like, that's also super important. To kinda, and then I'm going to come back next week, like, just ready to go. Is what's gonna happen. So awesome. Um, yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks, friend. Thanks so much. Yeah. It was so much fun. And it was yeah. fun. I'm so glad that you got great stuff out of it being virtual. And I'm so glad that. Um, well, I was super thankful to go to an in-person event again, and it was super fun exposing you and Sarah and Leah to something that has been like super near and dear to my heart. I love that part of it. I know it was really special for you. And I was like, this is, this is, this is great. Like this is really special as a team. So, um, yeah. Oh, oh, and then, you know, you have something that you love and you like hope everyone else loves it. Like those first yeah. couple of hours, I'm like, I'm sure hope that they're liking it. Oh, and Mark was at the conference too. I guess we didn't even talk yeah. about that. You know, Mark's yeah, hoping Mark, to start yeah. a business next year. And so I'm like, this would be great for you. It's, it's, this is not, there's a lot of real estate information, but there's also just a ton of, marketing and small business information and so i'm looking at him i'm like are you taking notes like start writing buddy like this is stuff that's gonna help you and he's like oh yeah right 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 so it was i but i was excited to hear everybody's take on it and uh, i feel like everyone got super awesome stuff out of it and i think they all i think you guys all got the taste of like what why I feel like the Tom Ferry community is so special and why I've been involved with it for so many years is that it's just, it's been life changing for me. I love that so much. Okay. So something that they didn't talk about at all, as far as marketing goes and what to do was to put your face on a fucking bus bench. So let's go ahead and <laughs> Thank God you didn't to- say anything about that. <laughs> oh man. There was no pushing for bus benches. So um, nope. remember, um, until next time, keep being the badass yeah. boss babe that you are and keep your face off a bus bench. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, 
head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.